Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Recently, I was in Abbeville, South Carolina and Abbeville has a couple claims to fame or maybe I could say a couple things that they're known for. So one is that they are the first of all of the however many thousand counties, boroughs, parishes in the United States by alphabetical order. So A-B-B-E is actually the first in the alphabet. Then their main claim to fame though is that they had the, or they were the gathering place when the Confederacy first started to decide to secede. And I had not realized exactly how this played out, but while I was in Abbeville, I went to Secession Hill and they have a monument there. And they talked about how the different counties in the state had sent delegates or representatives. And presumably they met there maybe because it was near the rail line, like easy to walk to. I'm not sure. But it was not just a couple dozen people. It was 2,000 people were there. And they voted unanimously to secede from the union. It was the only state that voted unanimously. And that was, so that was their, the beginning of the Civil War right there. And uh, then when Jefferson Davis knew that the Confederacy was not going to work after General Lee had surrendered at Appomattox Courthouse, which is pretty close to my house, I'm just saying, but uh, he ended up, he and his whole cabinet rode back to Abbeville to a very beautiful mansion there. And that was where they wrestled through what would it look like for us to actually surrender. And Bob pointed out that that could have been partially a safety measure for him that by being, I guess it would have been, you know, if it's seven hours by car, hundreds of miles from Richmond or wherever the Union troops would have been. But in any case, there was something about being both the the birthplace and the deathbed of the Confederacy. And so uh, I spent Friday morning walking around praying over this community. And Bob would tell me things periodically. The uh, The public square uh, has a watering trough that was established by the Humane Society back in the 1920s, which is, is so interesting to think about that it's like, oh, we have this trough for the horses and for the dogs so that they don't get too thirsty as they're going around. And there were other monuments there as well. And some beautiful old buildings that have been well-maintained or beautifully restored. And some others that are in the process of restoration or that are waiting for their time of restoration. And it struck me that there are multiple forms of creativity of the Lord. That there's the creativity to birth something new. To do the new construction. To create the new farm. To build the new building. To start the new business. But there's a different form of creativity that comes in and says, we need to restore this. This has been broken down and it needs to be strengthened and renewed. So that was in evidence in great measure there in Abbeville. But it was also interesting to go to the the monument on Secession Hill 
and to see how does one remember well the past, recognizing that it's not a happy venture. I don't have answers for this. It's more just something that I, I hold in my heart. How do we remember well and how do we honor uh, all, all the players in a particular narrative? Then the, and as Bob pointed out, Secession Hill was in the, the African, African-American community. There were, uh, we were talking to one of our friends and he had bought a house when he moved to town maybe a year ago. And people were like, oh, you bought a house in the black neighborhood? And he was kind of like, I'm sorry, what are you even talking about? You know, coming from a different part of the world, it's astonishing to think that there still are these kinds of divides in the world, but they still exist in certain places. And then walking by the, uh, the Burt's dark house, which was the mansion where Jefferson Davis, uh, and his cabinet wrestled through, you know, I didn't get super close to it because it's, there's a fence around it. And so I, I stood at the outskirts and thought, Oh, wow, I just got a stomachache. I don't feel very good. And then a little bit later, Bob was praying as we walked kind of by, by that property. And he was asking the Lord, just or talking through like, oh yeah. And the cabinet had all come there to meet. And as soon as he said that, I thought, oh, I'm going to throw up. And I don't actually throw up when in prayer, I just dry heave. But I was like, I need you to pause for a second. I need to dry heave. And, uh, which basically is like, I lean over and cough a bunch until I spit something out, just saliva. It's not black gum gunk or anything, but, uh, and then I'm fine and walked on. But I thought, Lord, what was it about that specific statement that made me sick to my stomach? What was it about that specific place? Because we know that believers have prayed over that house. We know that there has been a faithful witness to come and and seek restoration. And, and so it was like, well, Jesus, what's the piece that I'm carrying with that? And what was it about the cabinet all being there? And the picture that came to mind was that I, I love circles. It's just one of my things, circles and spheres. I just think they're beautiful. And the picture that I had was, this is a very in the secular realm, this is a fascinating narrative that you go to the same county to secede and then to stop seceding. That it's like a very clear circle. Um, but the fact that the whole um, the whole council was there, and it was like this is the location where we're shutting things down. I saw it almost like sealing off a tumor or a bit of. Uh, like pus filledness, something pus filled po- pus pocket, and and yet not uh, and not allowing it to be lanced. It was like we are closing this circle from the same place because there is we're going to leave it like the ugliness intact and unable to be uh, broken out, broken free. It, it's hard to put into words. So <laughs> sometimes I feel like, oh, I understand why prophetic people are not always very clear. You know, you read some of the prophetic books of the Bible and you think, yeah, that I hmm, don't really understand that. So yeah, Lord, I'm asking for the places where you have part of your heart in this earth. And we, we seek to pray for it. We recognize that your Holy Spirit groans 
on behalf of what happens here. And so, Lord, I thank you for the ways that you come and bring restoration, for the ways that you come and and touch us so that we can pray better, even if we don't always know what we're praying for. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.